get fucking booster, everybody. I got a booster and I'm fine. My wife didn't get a booster. Guess what? Sick as a goddamn dog. So get a booster, everyone. I don't know what you're waiting for. Hey, Michigan, I see you out there. Get boosted. Idaho, get your ass boosted. Florida, whatever. But Texas, get boosted. God damn it. California, get out of Dodger Stadium. Get boosted. All the other states also get boosted. Listen, one of the best things about getting a booster shot is that you can say I'm boosted. And now on with the show. Are you recording? I am. Thank you for checking. (laughs) Good. Because uh, I have something very important to tell you. Yeah? We have to wait a few minutes because there's something very important going on. I'm almost afraid to ask. I'm trying to figure out today's Wordle. So you're one of those people now. Yeah. Are you? No. What? You don't do the Wordle? I don't do the Wordle. I haven't tried. In my defense... I haven't tried the Wordle. Oh, don't. I don't think that's actually a defense. Yeah, you'll get sucked in, though. Yeah. If you do. I still go old school. I do the crossword. Hey, what word starts with A-R and has an O in it? Arogato. (laughs) I think it has to be in English. Well, you know what? If you're going to put all these stupid (laughs) confines on me, I don't even want to play this stupid game. All right, I guess I'll put it on hold, or are you going to try it right now? No, I'm not going to. Oh, because I'm looking at my phone? Yeah. No, you know what I'm doing? I'm pulling up notes for the podcast episode we're about to record. Yeah, I know. I know we've I know we got one to do, but I... Have more important things going on. <laughs> I get it. I do understand. I've tried arrow. I've tried arson. And I've also tried the word arson, but it doesn't... So here's the thing. It doesn't have the O in the same spot as arson. So it's either the third letter or the fifth letter. The third or the fifth? Right. So it tells you if you have selected the right letter and if it is in the right place. So it's told me that the the letter O is in it. So I tried a word with the letter O and it was like, okay, it's not in the right place though. So it's either A-R-O something something or A-R something something O. This is a game created by Mad Men, okay? It could be Arigato. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. How are you? I'm going to put this away for now. Right. I might come back to it if I get bored in the episode. In the middle of the episode? Yeah. Probably. Or I'll start it up in the middle of the episode. <laughs> hey, uh, before I forget, happy belated Valentine's Day, you big ball of love you. Oh, thank you. And yeah. also to you. Thank you. That was just a setup so that you would wish me a happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Because no one else in your family did? Because no one else did. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I'm jealous. You have so many more people to wish you a happy Valentine's Day. And none of them do it anyway. <laughs> did you guys do anything? Uh, not really. Well, uh, no. Let's. I was going to say, not really. Now with Emerson in school, like they did stuff at school. So right. we were, you know, I was taping lollipops to paper hearts for, you know, a whole, well, for like 30 minutes. Which I know when I say 30 minutes, people are like, that's it. But really, if you're paper, if you're that taping sounds like a long time lollipops to, to paper hearts, I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ, how long is also, this? Also, it's time is such a commodity when you're a parent. Yes. That like 30 minutes is gold. Yeah, yeah. So I was watching the Super Bowl and taping lollipops to paper hearts. So and texting me. And texting you <laughs> for you to please decipher the Super Bowl for me. <laughs> I listen. How, lo- how far into the into the game did you get? I watched the whole thing. Did you really? Yeah. L- all right. I'm going to say this. I make jokes because I'm a theater kid. I'm a comic book nerd. I was raised on football. Were you really? We've yeah. never actually. Uh, the few times you and I have talked about sports, you have made it seem like 
I don't watch sports. I don't. I, my mom was a big fan of Ohio State University, so we watched all their games. Oh, okay. Okay. So you weren't, because in my mind, I was imagining you over at your house and the game is on and Mel's like, babe, why did they do the bubba button? And you're like, and you would just look over from whatever you were looking at on your phone and you would just go, I don't know. <laughs> that what I seriously thought was the entire time. No, the opposite, actually. She was uh, she was watching stuff or she was she was doing her own thing somewhere like washing dishes or like making a snack or something. And then right. she would yell at me because I didn't tell her the commercials came on. That's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I well, I missed a good portion of the first half because kids. Yeah. yeah. But then uh, the second half came on. I was not impressed with a lot of the commercials. Yeah. I mean, we had some good trailers, Great which trailers, we will yeah. get into. Yeah, we will. I will. Shortly, here's what I'll, the only but, thing I'll say about the game. I so because I was raised on one specific team, and it was it's a college team, OSU. So yeah. like, I didn't. I don't know shit about the NFL or any of their teams. Right. So I have no dog in this fight. But I will say that uh, there were some amazing, like for me, record breaking flubs from the refs. Oh yeah, there was one. It like that was. Almost game changing. Pretty early on, it, it yes. I think it was a game changer because I initially as well. I'm from Ohio. My mom watched Ohio State University play uh, sports, and so Cincinnati playing. Right. I immediately was like rooting for the other team. I was like, I don't know who it is, but I'm going to root for the other team. Other than I'm not Cincinnati, rooting for, absolutely. There's no way an Ohio team can win the Super Bowl. Well, it's not, not going to happen. That attitude, they can't. <laughs> but I, I was like, uh, so I was watching, and I there's a a huge turning point in the game where I think LA was winning by one touchdown right? and fucking this guy was going to catch a ball in the end zone to get a a touchdown right? and in order to make the catch he grabbed the other dude by the face mask and snapped his neck around which is a big no-no that's a huge huge flag and they just didn't no one saw it they just no one saw it I was like touchdown for Ohio and I was like what the fuck (laughs) it's huge because you can snap someone's neck doing that yeah yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah. Good times. That's how we play in Ohio. Play <laughs> dirty, because <dirty. laughs> all of our buildings are dirty, and all of our people are dirty, <laughs> and because we have no economy. Yeah, <laughs> I was good to see the Rock. I actually enjoyed seeing. There the were rock. so many. I, I was about. screaming the entire time. Whenever the game wasn't playing, like yeah. for the first thirty minutes of the game, it, there was no football. Yeah. And, and I was just like, what? An it, American tradition. <laughs> and like, yeah, The Rock came out dressed entirely in maroon. I loved it. Not wearing a belt on his pants with a, a T-shirt tucked in. Yes. And yeah. I was like, what? What is happening? Yes. But you know what's cr- even crazier about that? And he didn't that? sing the TikTok song. No. You're not going to know what that means. No, I don't care. He didn't sing it. What's even crazier about that is in all maroon and a t-shirt tucked into a pants with no belt, he still looked better dressed than anything oh, sure. you or I but have ever worn. But I also was like, worn. is he from Ohio? No. Why is he there? He's Because he's a big star. Well, I, okay, there were a ton of stars. Yeah, but he's a big star, and so they because it was in L.A. Because the game was in L.A., so right. they tramps out a so bunch they just of stars. Got, they were just like, I don't know, The There's Rock, I guess. You, listen, you don't just get The Rock, I guess. Also, Black Adam. Also, like they're just like... You know, Warner Brothers was like, hey, can we get in on this? Again, though, he should have sung the song. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours and take what's out. It's a, it's a very famous song that he did. Don't ever... 
do that again. No, I, I you're not the boss of me. Fair point. I can't even argue with that. No, I just like anytime that I see The Rock not be Dwayne Johnson movie star and I be see him be The Rock again, I kind of like I, I just love it. I'm like, ah, oh, I remember when he used to do this all the time. This is why he's a big star. Like he's standing in the middle of I a guess stadium. I didn't know him as a wrestler, but it's just like the idea. He can stand in the middle of a stadium and be completely electrifying. That's because he's six foot seven. That's true. He's half and, the and size of the pounds. stands themselves yeah. anyway. <laughs> I was surprised he didn't just challenge the Bengals to a game by himself. He's like, Rams. I'm surprised he didn't challenge the whole thing. He's like, just, you guys work together. Let's see what happens. All right, get everyone after the game. Fight me! And uh, my Valentine's Day, since he didn't ask, was great. We made um, <laughs> we made sushi in at home. We made homemade sushi. How'd that go? I'm, I'm toying with, gonna, I'm going to be making sushi. Great. We have not ventured into the raw fish area yet, mm. but we make it like there's like California rolls that don't have those don't have raw fish. Those are supposed to have crab. Yeah, it, it's imitation crab. It, you mm. know, it's it's easy. And we do like avocado rolls and stuff like that because we're mostly vegetarian anyway. We did. We did some fried chicken in one and some shrimp, actually. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah. And uh, staying on that keto diet. <laughs> I think it's pronounced keto. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. But uh, what else did we do? Nothing. We had desserts that were very good as well. I ate too much. We had wine. It was a lovely night. Oh, and we watched a movie. It had Ronnie Chang in it. It's on Netflix. It's um, It's Groundhog Day, but different. But not Groundhog Day. This guy gets married and this woman puts a curse on him so that he... It's it's not quite Groundhog, Groundhog Day, that, but every... That person was his wife. That's right. <laughs> That's just called marriage. Yeah. But then he uh, he he wakes up every time he wakes up or like every few minutes goes by. It's actually a year has gone by. Oh. And he sees a like if he does not change his life, mm-hmm. he sees what his marriage will be over the next 10 years. That just sounds like marriage to me. Every time I close my eyes, a year has gone by <laughs> and I just see how bad my marriage is going to get. That's sort of the point, too, is he's like, we can't just keep saying we have time. We have to do stuff right now. We don't have the time. Time moves so fast. I've seen the people that do that in real life and they just look crazy. That's a mirror, Chris. <laughs> oh, that explains so much. Everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek new movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich. I don't care. I heard the stumble. I don't care. I'm going to keep going. All in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and buy that discount box of chocolates for yourself. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Happy VD, everyone. Yeah, that's right. What you get on Valentine's Day? Oh no, I, that means Valentine's Day, doesn't it? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, great. Sure, it does. It does for some of us. Oh, oh, trust me, VD sure does mean Valentine's Day. <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. You betcha. All right. Hey, guess what, Andrew? What? Not only is it Valentine's Day. I mean, it's not. That's past. But it was Valentine's Day. But it's also the best damn day of the week. Is it the Tuesday Newsday? It's Tuesday Newsday, baby. And it is quite a big Tuesday Newsday. We got a lot of news to get through. Before we do the whole choose the story, blah, 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 bullshit bit that you hate so much. 
something I'm about to hate even more. We have yep. to talk about first. Yep. God damn it, Andrew. Ivan Reitman died. He sure did. <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> to be completely honest. So we saw him a couple months ago. Yeah. And when you you texted me and let me know, and I immediately went to look it up to see how he died. Because I was like, what, did he get shot or something? Like, because he it was just a couple months ago, and he seemed like he was in perfect health. Yeah, 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 yeah. This sucks. I mean, listen, if you listen to the show, you know my love for the movie Ghostbusters. But I am more than just the movie Ghostbusters. I am a big Ivan Reitman fan. I really uh, love it. Almost his entire canon. Yeah, I was going to say I accidentally am as well. I, I looked up a bunch of his movies and he was one of those guys we talked about. I think it was Richard Donner. Yeah. Who was very, very eclectic and just he had his hand in a bunch of different genres. This is the thing. I think that People don't realize, again, like Richard Donner when he passed, I think people don't realize the impact of this passing and the impact that he had because it is it is subtle but profound. If you watch or if you just even look at his IMDb and you see his roster, I mean, you've got Ghostbusters, you've got Stripes, you've got Meatballs, you've got... Dave, which is a highly underrated yeah, movie. It's a really good it's film. So Honestly, good. Kevin Klein is the one I he's one of my like like something I aspire to as an actor. He's one that I am always working towards to try and just be as interesting and and subdued like and honest. Yeah. And this is one of his best roles. Yeah. I mean, it is really fantastic. Um, such Dave is one of those movies every time they come out with like the hundreds, hundred funniest movies, you know, ever. I'm always like, why is Dave not on this list somewhere? And people don't know it that much, and it's really funny. Also, a couple other movies that Ivan Reitman worked on that you might not even know about. Mm-hmm. Space Jam? Yes. <laughs> Evidently. Yeah. Well, he was a big producer as yeah. well. Animal House? Yes, that was him. Animal House. My God. That was one of mine. I watched that on repeat for probably two or three years. Yeah. This is a guy uh, that if you l- have liked a- basically any comedy movie in the last... 20 years even 40 40 well, years what i'm saying is it's because of this guy because the idea the the way that that you know a lot of you know if you think of seth rogan or judd apatow or paul rudd or things like that those movies where people are kind of just allowed the space to do what they do best and improv and things like that ivan reitman is the is a guy that i don't think he was the first one but he's one of those especially in modern films. he's definitely the guy that everyone else has worked to be for that yeah ivan reitman is a testament to get the right person and let him run yeah you know what i mean i mean meatballs i just watched meatballs maybe a week or two ago and which was one of his first movies but is bill murray's essentially first movie yeah and you watch early bill murray and you're like this is quintessential Bill Murray. You see it, but you can feel Ivan Reitman going, I know what Bill Murray can do. Let's let him just go do it. Yeah. Let's let him run. Yeah. This is a guy who stripes. Stripes, stripes is was another a big one. one for me. I want, that is literally one that I would, I for probably a year would watch the like halfway point scene where they're doing their, um, the, oh, their test. Da, 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 yeah. Da. Yeah. Why did the chicken cross the road to get from the left or the right? Like that. I probably watched that every day for two years, three years. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. Yeah. And meatballs, stripes, ghostbusters are like the trifecta mm-hmm. of those two guys working together. But this is guy who, again, who, looks at Arnold Schwarzenegger and goes, that guy could be funny, and then pulls it off three times. Yeah, I was going to say multiple times. Kindergarten cop, twins, and junior. And honestly, 
we're going to see whether or not he can do it again because there's uh, Ivan Reitman has eight more projects on the way. One of them is a sequel to Twins. So we'll see. I don't know if it was I don't know if it was shot, though. I'm not sure. It's if it was coming, filmed. though. So we'll it's, see how yeah. much of it was, you know. Yeah. And, and, and also, him. like, that just goes to the point, though, of he he was probably the reason that Schwarzenegger was able to figure out how to do this in the first place. Absolutely. He will probably be able to do it again. Yeah. But I mean, again, that idea of like on top of that, taking a step further past the performers, the, you know, Ghostbusters is the obvious example, but like this blending of genres that he was able to do again, you know, Ghostbusters is is comedy, but it's sci-fi, which are two great tastes that you didn't think tasted great together. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Schwarzenegger with kindergarten cop, where you take this guy who's known as a muscle man action movie and is a walking, uh, is a walking action movie. And then you put him and subvert that idea of what he has been this entire time. Taking this guy of like, we can make an action movie, but we can make this really, really funny by putting this guy in an absurd situation. And this guy will be able to pull it off. I remember in learning in college that one of the like foundational definitions of comedy is either something like an unusual person in a normal situation or a normal person in an unusual situation. And instead, Ivan Reitman takes a situation that we are all comfortable with, which is the replacement for the normal or or the person that we're all comfortable with, which is, uh, you know, CIA hitman, FBI agent, Arnold Schwarzenegger from, you know, True Lies. Commando. Like we've seen that guy. Yeah, we've seen that guy a million times. We know exactly what he's about. We get it. That's normal to us. It's still outrageous, which is such a it's something that adds to that film so much is that it's still an outrageous idea that this man is a cop somewhere. Right. Looks yeah. like this. <laughs> this like Mr. Universe contestant right. who can barely talk is somehow like a, a an undercover police officer because no one would ever suspect like, this guy because he he blends in so well someone in law enforcement. But we're used to it. And that makes him a normal person. And so we're going to put him in an unusual situation, which is that he has to go undercover to be a teacher. Yeah, he's he understood the audience. You know, like you said, the normal situation, he understood that that is he took it on almost on a meta level of, you know, it's not the situation within the film. It's the idea of the the expectation of the audience. That's the normal situation where you were so used to that and then subvert that. This is like I said, I think people are just like, oh, the guy from Ghostbusters or the guy, you know, the guy that did kindergarten cop or stripes died. And that's sad. But again, I think this is a bigger loss than some people might realize because of the kind of impact, the kind of subtle influence that Reitman had. And again, that ability to allow performers to just go. Not only do you cast Schwarzenegger, we're talking more about Kindergarten Cop than I thought we would, but the ability (laughs) to let Schwarzenegger go and just like, this is what this guy can do. And I see something in him that is charismatic enough. Let's give him actual lines and let him be funny. And he can do it. He can pull it off. Let's let, let's take the guy from Saturday Night Live and let him just go for a while. You know, yeah. let's not worry about the script. Let's roll the camera. This is what we need to get done in the, in the scene. And let's see where it goes. And then we can edit this together later. That's, you know, again, that's basically what most comedies are now. If you think of anything with Kristen Wiig or, again, Seth Rogen, Judd Apatow. It's what they tried to recreate in the 2016 Ghostbusters. Exactly. Uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy, you know, any Mm -hmm. of those people. Paul Fagg. Paul Fagg. That's what they try and capture. You know, that was Ivan Reitman. That's what he did so, so well. That was like his impact. 
take two things, meld them together. And that's the thing, too, right, is that, like, the masterfulness of it, the talent that is required in it is not in the script or in, uh, you know, restraining people or, or restraining the, the talent. The, the ta- his talent was in having a foundational understanding of the arc of the story and where it's going and being able to say, like, hey, I love what you're doing. Like, you guys fill out the middle part. Don't worry. I've got the skeleton of this house. You guys put up the drywall. You guys paint it however you want. Exactly. But I've got the house built. Exactly. And the other thing is there's the the ability to weave that together. Again, when you're talking about the melding of genres or just the melding of talent with a different kind of genre, the ability to do that so subtly and so specific that you don't notice it. Yeah. You know, you think of Ghostbusters or even it's not his best movie, but he did it again with a movie called Evolution. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, But it's the <laughs> idea of like, again, comedy and sci-fi aren't two things that really should go together. But because the premise at its core works for both genres, yeah. he's able to make this. You again, you believe like, OK, this world is hyper real. There is a sci-fi element, but it can also be comedic. It works so well together and it's so ingrained in its DNA. The two genres are wrapped around themselves. So, so much in the DNA of the whole movie of the whole story that you'll take it. But that was him. Like you never felt, Oh, we're going to switch between scene to scene, sci-fi, then comedy, sci-fi, then comedy. They're just one and the same. That's an amazing craftsmanship right there. And the fact that you can't see it, it speaks to his ability. It's a shame he flipped his motorcycle while he was overdosing on methamphetamines. That's the only thing I can think of at 75. I mean, listen, it was he was 75, so yeah. it's good innings, you know? Well, and they said as well that he died peacefully in it. Because at first I was like, heart attack. So, like, it's right. got to be something out of, out of left field, out of nowhere. Right. And right, they were right, like, no, right. it was peaceful. He was surrounded by his family. And I was just like totally blown away by hearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I'm glad he got to see his son make Ghostbusters first, though. I mean, it is kind of fitting that... He got to see his son make a really good Ghostbusters movie. Well, yeah. And take the torch. It could have been any one of his movies. It could have been a stripes. It could have been meatballs. But the fact that he watched his son, like take the torch from him and make a really good Ghostbusters movie. And there's, there's photos out there, which is really fitting to see. Now Ivan Reitman filled in for like close-ups in, in afterlife. So you can see Reitman in a Ghostbusters jumpsuit i think for spangler right for egon no i think it was for murray i think it was for some oh of really Vinkman's. yeah he has a spangler name tag because i think they just threw whatever on oh gotcha okay but yeah i think they it close-ups on him holding a proton wand yeah when you're watching bill murray holding like if it's a close-up on his hands it's actually it's ivan, ivan reitman and, but there are photos of jason reitman directing his father ivan reitman also the voice mom. of zool in the original is that true yeah according to imdb interesting i don't, I don't think <laughs> i've even because i that. looked up uh, I was like, has he done any acting? Let me see this guy. And he has three acting credits. And one of them is two things in the first Ghostbusters. One of them is Zool. I forget what the other one is. Interesting. I'll have to look up what the other one is. I feel like if I saw it, I'd be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, it came right at the end of the Super Bowl. And I was like, God damn it. I was almost done with the day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm about to go to bed. And then this comes across. Well, at least Ohio lost. Yeah. So there's that. I am... <laughs> I am watching into that. Some consolation. Yeah. So, uh, Andrew. Yeah, we now got that some we're halfway into this episode. Yeah, we got some news to talk about. Yeah. We got 
tons of news, loads of news. I got all sorts of news. Too much news, if yeah. I'm honest with you. I kept trying to find stuff, and then I was like, what am I doing? Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want this episode to be two hours long. No, don't even bother, because we got plenty of stuff to talk about. So... Since we have a little bit of everything, as always, the choice is yours. Do you want to talk about Marvel? Do you want to talk about DC? What would you like to start with? How about trailers? Too bad. I want to. Oh, fuck it. Of course, we're talking about the Doctor Strange trailer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's no. All right. We... In that case, I have to tell you my joke because okay, I knew you were going to make it. this one, but I, I needed to do this one <laughs> because I was, I was trying to make it so that you wouldn't do it. So it would be a surprise. But Chris, you know, I like to write jokes for my news segments. So I've got one for you. OK. Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Why? Who gives a shit? We got like 50 new trailers. Why are you talking to me about chickens? That's true. Oh, man. Did we get so many trailers? All right. Let me list off a few and you we can you can stop me we've got uh the adam project that looks good looks interesting yeah jurassic world dominion i'm gonna call this jurassic world rise of the skywalker yeah i literally couldn't give two shits sonic 2 which i'm kind of interested in of course you are. i didn't even that's the one i didn't see okay actually. yeah it looks looks good looks funny the rings of power the Lord of the Rings thing. As we discussed last episode, I have to do some catching up, I feel, before I watch anything to There's, do with that. this. It has, like, one of my pet peeves uh-huh. in it, in the trailer, which is that, like, did you, you saw the trailer, though, I assume, right? Yeah. She goes at the very beginning, I think it's Galadriel, goes to, like, stab a knife into a mountain to keep herself from falling. Yeah. And sh- there's, like, no weight on it. Right. Like, she's just kind of, like hanging out like she it's, she very clearly could just let go of the knife and she'd still just be sitting there yeah, yeah which yeah. is like one of my it's one of those things actually uh, a friend of ours uh, r.i.p uh, steve nicholas from our grad program used to talk about how his biggest pet peeve is if you're gonna give actors something to drink on stage it has to actually you have, have to something in something yeah. yes there has to be liquid in it because yeah. otherwise they're flinging their hands all over the place and you're like what where's the drink <laughs> make them flex their arms that's it. right yeah. uh nope I'm so stoked for no. Yeah, I need to go through. I did like a frame by frame on two of the trailers and I need to do it with that one. I watched I watched a trailer breakdown on that one, too. And that was I looks so good. excited. We got halfway about through the trailer and it started getting like dark in, you know, in uh, in tone. Right. And Melinda was like, is this a horror? And I was like, well, it opened with from director Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. So I'm going to go ahead and guess yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> the first like 30 seconds is like horses on a ranch. It'll be fun. Right. I'm so excited. I, that's Looks good. I, it's weird. Uh, other than like Doctor Strange, that may be the movie I'm most looking forward to this year. I, actually, even maybe even a little more than Doctor Strange is nope. I still have to see us. It's good. It's not as good as Get Out, but it's oh, it's so good. I saw that in theaters. It's really good. And then at the end, if you... Buy into what the ending is. You're like, oh, and if you don't, you're going to be like, what? All right. Next one is Moon Knight. Yeah, I I think I have to watch that again. I have to watch the ad not again. a whole lot of new stuff in it. No, but that's the thing. But part of it is uh, we did get a photo released. I forget by whom, but we have Mr. Knight. Yes. Which uh, is pretty cool. Him in the suit. Yeah, yeah. I have to look at that more closely. And last but not least, Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, there is a ton to unpack with this one. Yeah. Oh, also we got a uh, DC trailer as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> so It was just a lot of, I find it interesting that DC is now just like, here's just all of our stuff. Here's some stuff. Like Marvel could put out like one trailer at a time for each one of their things. And DC's just like, hey, just so you know, we got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Here's what we're doing, man. Get off my back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I liked it. It was fun. It was was fine, I guess. uh, 
Most of it was stuff we'd seen already. Right. There's a couple shots of Black Adam, I think, that are cool. Yeah, Hawkman. You get Hawkman in there. You get Adam Smasher. I think it's it's Adam Smasher. Or The Adam. But I think it's Adam Smasher. Should be Adam Smasher Pass. Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate looks really good. Yeah, Dr. Fate looks cool. I think we heard him as well. We heard his voice. Yeah, you saw not Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan, and then Dr. Fate, Pierce Brosnan. So, I mean, that was kind of the highlight. And you heard a little bit of... uh, Michael Keaton talking to the Flash. Oh, that's who that was. Okay. Yeah, but other than Neato. that, you know, that was a fun trailer. I like the Jurassic World trailer. I'm am looking forward to Jurassic World. It's just, but whatever, you know. I'm sick of talking about this other shit, Chris. Right, so we got to talk, talk about, about Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. This is pretty much going to be the entire episode. Do you want like a very quick list of uh, some Easter eggs that are in it that yes, we didn't know about? There's before? a fuck ton. There's a ton. So we got uh, Comertage, uh, which is. Um, it's the place where all the wizards train yep. and shit. Yep. We yep. saw that. Yep. In there is Rintra, who yeah, is not a he's not a minotaur. Nope. <laughs> Don't mix him up. Piss I him off. I was like, oh wait a second. There's a guy with bull horns. Yeah, there. there's a guy with horns on his head. Uh, he's for anyone who doesn't know, he's just a guy from another dimension. Yep. And uh, he is a good guy. He generally is just sort of there to help out right. uh, in the comics. So that's probably what he's going to do in this. Mordo. We got him. He's got dreads now. He's got long hair. Looking cool. Yep. And uh, probably the biggest reveal is um, one Jean-Luc Picard. We've done it. We are mixing universes to Star Trek. It's about time. Yeah. I know. It is about time. The USS Enterprise. That was crazy. That I yeah. like. Oh, yeah. So for anyone listening, uh, Professor X is in it. Probably. Yeah. Some, well, Patrick Stewart. Some sort of Professor X is in it. Maybe. Oh, you think they're going to get Patrick Stewart and play something else? Listen. I wouldn't put it past him. I'll give you that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing that confirms that this is Professor X yet. Yes. That That's is, all I'm saying. Yeah, that is a good way to put that. So, first of all, here's what I really like about this trailer. You know I am a fan of watching something and then making some sort of wild speculation about it. Here's what I love about this. It is so open to all of it. This is is my kind of trailer. I'm a little worried that we saw uh, too much, maybe. See, to me, that says it it gave me the feeling because I don't really know a whole lot of the plot too much, which is usually mm-hmm. what too much is in a trailer. Whereas this, I'm like, I feel like I am able to put together a lot of the pieces and maybe I'll be wrong. Right. But, but that's the thing. I think this trailer allows for lots of wild speculation. Yeah. Rampant speculation. <laughs> I love it. I'm so happy with it. Keep going. We see the Illuminati probably. Yes. We see four probably. figures. One of them is Mordo. One of them is probably Professor X. And then we have two others that are in silhouette. One is like a big buff guy. It looks a bit like Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Uh-huh. He's got long hair and he's like super jacked. And another one I think could be Namor. Are you talking about the one? Okay, if you're looking at the frame, there's a guy that is all the way to the left. The one on the left is a little thinner. He has... There's like a silver thing yeah, here. Yes, around his neck, shining. around his collar. And he has... It also looks like he has like reflective bracelets. Which Namor would have as well, like a, not a bracelet, but a, not gauntlet. Right. I forget what they're called, but they're, they're just forearm bracelets. Right, right, right. And right. then to the right, immediately to the right, is uh, is a, a guy who looks a bit like Jason Momoa. Could be a woman. Yeah. And then to the right of that is Mordo walking across 
the stage. Right. We in the uh, poster we see Captain Carter's shield. Yes. We see Doctor Strange and uh, Chavez, America Chavez, who's in the trailer, crashing into a cartoon dimension. Yes. Which could be Captain Carter. Yep. And crashing out of a dinosaur world. Uh, some, a dinosaur <laughs> of dimension. Some kind. Yeah. So there could be what's that? What is it? Savage. Savage. Yeah. Savage Island. Something like that. Yeah. Where there's just a hot part in. The Antarctic for some reason. Yeah. So there's dinosaurs. Surrounded by volcanoes. Yeah, sure. Why not? Science. Zombie Strange, Zombie Scarlet Witch. Yep. And Evil Strange and Defender Strange. Yep. Which are all different people. Yep. It's going to be interesting. Also, fun fact, the more evil Doctor Strange is, the longer his beard is. You'll notice Defender Strange doesn't have a chin beard at all. He just has a little mustache and a soul patch. Right. Whereas right. the evil Doctor Strange has a pretty long goatee. So do, you, do you think that it depends on the length of the yes, beard? That's, that causes that's him to my be more rampant evil. speculation. I like right this here, that, right I now. love that you're embracing it. Get into it. <laughs> do it. All right. So let's talk about the Illuminati. I have a spe- an honest speculation that I think might be happening in this. Okay, go for which it. Which is that I think Mordo is trying to convince the Illuminati that all the strangers are to blame for the multiverse business. Mm-hmm. And they need to, and that they need to be executed. But Strange will break free, go on a mission to clear his name, and eventually come to the realization that it's actually because of Kane. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Now, do you think this Mordo is the Mordo from Doctor Strange? Yes. Okay, so you don't think this is an alternate reality? No. Or, or alternate reality? Mordo, Mordo. yeah. No. Same guy. I could get behind that. I could get behind that as a plot. I could definitely see that. How does Scarlet... Because Scarlet Witch is... There is a moment... Oh, you also get Westview in there a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For a minute. And some Ultron robots as well. Right. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and also maybe Maria Rambo? Yes, that's right. See, there's there's a shit ton of stuff in here. That's what I'm worried about, though. (laughs) Right. I could get behind that. I wonder how then Scarlet Witch plays into this. Yeah. Because she has kind of... It's kind of been confirmed both through this trailer and through other stuff that we've heard that, that she's she might like be the, the villain? villain. I don't know about that. No, I think that she is. Whatever. I think whatever plot is going on, then then she is working behind the scenes to instigate it. So maybe not Mordo is the one that is putting that out. It's I'm going to put it out right here. I don't think she's the main villain. OK. All right. I don't even know that she's the villain. I don't even know that she's in this movie. <laughs> She, this she definitely could, is. She could be Andrew Garfield in this, but in reverse. But I I don't know, man, especially since we really don't see her that often in this trailer. I Yeah, but she has a line. She There's one line that she has something about. Yeah, she says she's uh, she's right, too. She says, I break the rules and I get in trouble or whatever, and you break the rules and you become a hero. That's not fair. And that's what that doesn't a, make her a villain. No, but that's what a villain would say. Some a villain would say. Maybe. Yeah. I also think that. I think she's going to remain a hero. I don't think Disney has the balls to make a character that sort of loved mm-hmm. by audience members into a villain. I see if there was ever a character that they could do it with, it's her. I think they could. I think there will be a moment where Evil Strange is probably trying to like convince her to, and she won't. I think she will. Because I think Disney likes a redemption arc. See, I think this is the redemption arc for WandaVision. Nah, I think this is. I think we're only partway through that journey. I wouldn't be surprised if she is carried through to other movies. All right, place your bets, people. Okay. Nah, she's not going to be. Especially with Kang coming up, he's going to be the main villain for sure. 
Here's what I like. I like that my theory about Spider-Man No Way Home was correct. I just got it in the wrong movie. <laughs> That's right. It's pretty. I just one movie off, really, which is not bad. Right, but your evidence was that like he was wearing different clothes in the trailer, and but it, he and wasn't. In, and in this trailer, he's wearing different clothes. Yeah. So it holds. No, it doesn't. All right. I'm a genius. God. I'm. A, it, you know what the problem is? It's not. It's not that I was wrong. I was just ahead of my time, like all geniuses are. <laughs> Great. Can I give you my theory about the Illuminati? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's my wild rampant speculation about this one. All right. The guy, this guy all the way with the shiny necklace. The guy I think is Namor. No, the guy next to the guy you think is Namor. No, that's the guy I all think is Namor. That's the guy you think yes, is Yes, because Namor has with the, the shiny bangles. Necklace? That's what those are called. Oh, okay. oh my God, that's what the that's the Cincinnati bangles. Oh my God. <laughs> Isn't it a bangle? Isn't that what it is? Okay, sure, let's say yes. Because you're from Ohio, you've block that out <laughs> That's right. but no i think that guy is is namor i am gonna say i actually thought that guy was some sort of t'challa not See, our t'challa i know i know i know i had that thought as well that like are they gonna cgi uh but here's the thing i don't think they would have to cgi a chadwick boseman because i think what this illuminati is is a multiverse illuminati i think it is a piece together these are people from different multiverses who've come together. And so from there, you could introduce a new Black Panther. I'm not saying this would be the one in Black Panther 2, but this could be a new Black Panther. And I thought that was... Because I saw that as well. It does look a bit like that. Yes. And that's what I was... I was like, I think that's an alternate Black Panther. And that you don't really ever have to necessarily do anything with them. You know, you give them a couple lines, you get some star or something to cameo. And that's your that's a Black Panther from an alternate universe, because that would make sense that that character, if Chadwick Boseman were alive, that T'Challa could potentially find his way onto like an Illuminati doctors, uh, uh, Professor X, rather from X-Men definitely would make his way onto an Illuminati. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a Professor X from X-Men three. Actually, the guy remember there's a have you seen X three. Yeah. Professor X gets like blown apart yeah if you were gonna bring him in from somewhere that could be an opportunity where it was she didn't blow him apart it just got blown into like a different dimension i don't know if de-aging is at that oh that's right because he was really no he wasn't de-aged at that oh i see what you're saying because the movie is like 20 years old because he's very old now yeah but we don't know how long they've been this illuminati has been doing this thing so he could have just been there oh i see so it's it's that movie took place that long ago yeah as well, like yeah, 30 he, years ago Professor or whatever, X didn't just ago. show up yesterday. He's been around right, for, gotcha. they've been doing the Illuminati okay. thing for a while. I see. I'm just saying that's like an, that's a way to intro Professor X into it. I think if they're doing it, it's probably a Professor X we've never seen before. So new Professor X, same actor. Yeah. It could be. I mean, I could d- definitely see it. I think the way that Marvel tends to operate, they like to give fan service if they can work it in organically. And that would be one person to do it with you know what i mean yeah it's just the fox x-men timeline is so fucked it is but at the same time it's i think it's so fucked that you could take professor out uh, x out put him in the illuminati and almost never even explain when or where he came from that's what i think they're actually going to do i think he's just going to be there and they're never going to explain they're just it. never going to explain what which timeline yeah. he came from after or before what movies it was just like it's probably like after 
They're going to have 10 seconds of silence so that people in the audience can applaud. Right. And then he's going to be like, well, good luck. And then fuck off. Yeah. What I can't wait is for the breakdown videos when we all analyze what tie Patrick Stewart is wearing (laughs) and just see which X-Men movie it's from. And how it has the mustard stain on it that he had in the second X-Men movie. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be pretty much... Uh, all we're going to yeah. do. The chair is from X1, but the tie is from X3. But the actor is from all of them. <laughs> so Jean-Luc Picard. Do you think we'll get Namor in this? You really think this is no, where they I do No, I have Namor? no idea. It just, I suspect that uh, Namor will have like a, like some sort of shiny collar and uh, I think some bangles. And this person does. Actually, let me take it a step further. Do you think we'll see the whole Illuminati? Because right now they're mm. in shadow, yeah. which could be one. That's how the shot is set up yeah. in the movie. I, and that's I, how they're I'm going to cut you off right here and say, yeah, we're going to see them. OK. Yeah. Because they could. I could see a world where you could see Mordo because we know he's in it. And they, intro, you know, doctor, I'm going to keep doing this the whole time. Professor is a very fine difference between professor and doctor for me. They're almost the same to me. Yeah. To be honest, too, Professor X is probably a doctor. Yes. Yes, that is. Yeah, he probably has a doctorate in something, right? Yeah, I mean, he something. runs a school. So he probably just like used his telekinetic abilities or telepathic abilities to just make a school give him a doctorate. He would cheat on every exam, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Yes, I would. He's probably dumb as a brick. Now that I think about it, actually, yeah, I've never I've never seen this fan theory floated, but I'm going to put it out there. Professor X is probably one of the dumbest people in the Marvel Universe because he didn't have to do anything. He yeah. faked his way through school. He could read the minds of everyone around and get all the test answers. To be honest, that's kind of the plot of X-Men First Stand. First class? Class. Just too many of these fucking movies. I know, right? But because he is like trying to use it to like pick up chicks and stuff like that. And right. Right. I think uh, everyone always makes him out to be really, really fucking smart. And I'm like, you're probably dumb. You're probably really, really dumb. Fucking hey, You don't know when the rent payments do nothing. His name's Chuck. His name's Charlie. Like, yeah, how smart could he be? Yeah. I should probably just be a plumber. <laughs> I bet he's not smart at all. I, everyone looks at the bald head and they're like, oh, it must be. A genius. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I am a genius. And really, he's like, in the back of his mind, he's like, I can't wait to watch heavyweight wrestling after this. <laughs> and they're like, all right, if you're so smart, what number am I thinking of? And he's like, six. And, and they're like, like how'd yes. you do that? You must be a genius. Oh, my goodness. And he's like, I am a genius. <laughs> I'm going to drink a Mountain Dew now. <laughs> I know why I'm throwing those things under the bosses. People, things dumb people do. Dare you. I love Mountain Dew. Well, you're not helping yourself. I and by that, I mean, you're not helping yourself by drinking Mountain Dew. That, that shit will kill you. Because <laughs> th- what I was saying is there could be a world where you see Mordo. He's kind of on the tail end where it is lit. So you can see him. Professor X wheels himself forward to go into the light. And really, the the rest remain in shadow. Yeah, I don't think I would be so upset if I saw that. Right, right, right. But it, gives, it also gives them the opportunity to fill those characters in whenever they want. I'm aware. I would rather we see them and then they can actually fill them in with character development if they want to later. Right. But what I'm saying is they don't they might not know like what characters they want to put in the Illuminati. They just put. People. But you can always add whatever you because also the Illuminati is a lot like the Avengers. People come and go. You can do you can be like, oh, yeah, he quit <laughs> or whatever, you know. Oh, yeah. We were defending the multiverse from fracturing and killing everyone. But 
you know, that guy just shucked off. Yeah, for, for some reason, uh, Reed Richards, I could have sworn I heard him say, fuck that. And yeah. I turned around and he was gone. And he's just out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now we're taking applicants. If you know anyone, we're listed on LinkedIn uh, and just you can point him to that. There's a rumor that Reed Richards is going to be on there the is, Illuminati, yeah. too. There's a lot of so rumors about that. this. I don't but know. You know what? I didn't see anyone with really flimsy long arms no, or doing a terrible dance or something. Also, Reed Richards, generally not super long hair and buff, and also doesn't wear bangles or a necklace. I mean, you never know, though. Maybe he's going through some sort of midlife crisis. He's trying out a new look. He drove up He drove up to the Illuminati meeting in his Ferrari. <laughs> And uh, he's just really compensating. Yeah. Oh, this is really well far out there. Um, but fuck it. This is the movie to do it with because <laughs> we saw Ultron tech in there. Yeah. And we're talking about the multiverse. And we even at one point saw like an animated thing. So who knows which which one that could be going through. Could so the Ultron from what if be incorporated somehow? Uh, I doubt it. I'm still not sold that. This is Doctor Strange from What If. I'm not still not sold that this movie is r- real. real. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is. I think it was a very good Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> well, yeah. Are you think you think they're doing what they did with the Crocodile Dundee sequel? I think they were advertising Tostitos the whole time, <laughs> and that's and that's it. all I know is I watched the trailer and I ate a bag of Tostitos, and uh, and then I woke up in Mexico with a kidney missing. <laughs> Man, and I was like, what a trailer! Well. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Ivan Reitman died. Damn it. I better get out of this tub of ice. Oh, that reminds me. Do you have my kidney? I think Ivan Reitman might. Uh, no, he, if he did, still be alive. Yeah, I guess it didn't make it in time. Uh, expect that in the mail. Is it my turn yet? Oh, because this is the only uh, thing we've talked about? Yes. Sure. Go ahead. Go nuts. Comebacks. Everybody loves them. Hang on. <laughs> oh man, this is great. This is your this is Andrew in his prime right now. This is a great setup. You got this. Comebacks. Yes. Everybody loves them. Like this joke. <laughs> Whether it's Robert Downey Jr., Bell Bottom Jeans, or the N-word, everyone loves seeing the things they loved as a kid getting a second chance in the spotlight. Which is why I couldn't be happier to say that Movie Pass is coming back bigger yeah! than ever, baby. I said the story too, and then the Super Bowl <laughs> happened. I'm so excited. Listen, they've made some big upgrades. The app now lets you bring a friend. The app now lets you customize your experience to fit your needs. The app now tracks your eyeballs to make sure you're looking at it. Okay, that part is a little weird. Weren't we just talking about a Clockwork Orange last week? Yes. Yes, we were. So, uh, yeah, MoviePass tracks your eyeballs. Well, I mean, it's really the only, I don't know. I'm not sure where this joke was going to go, actually. I, had, Great, I started a joke thought it was going to come out. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Something about people not watching MoviePass, but then I realized they don't so make So for movies. anyone who doesn't know, MoviePass announced that they're making a big comeback. They're trying again. I don't know that I'm going to like it as much. We were customers. Yes, we were. I don't know that I'm going to. I At first, they even announced that they were taking investors, and I was like, I'm all in. Like, I really yeah. do think there's a way to do this. Yes, I'm in too. I have too much money. I want to just give it away to somebody. <laughs> but I do. Th- I think there is a way to make this work. Yes. I think a subscription cinema service is a no brainer. It's back to the original owners, not the people who like tanked it. I think it. it's inevitable. Yeah. But I don't know that what they've announced is it sounds like they're trying to make something 
that like AMC will like and movie production companies will like and less about like what people want to pay for. Right. Right. So like one thing. So now it's it's a point system. Yeah. So you are going to pay for points. It's no longer unlimited, like all you can watch films, mm-hmm. and the the number of points required to purchase a ticket will change depending on how recently the movie has been released, right. what time of day it is, and I'm like, so for the matinee, that's gonna cost less if I just buy it anyway, right? So why would I buy points? Why would I get movie if pass? I'm just gonna yes. pay less for it anyway? And you can, they're like, you can yeah. give your points to other people. And I'm like, I can give money to other people. Like, what? I don't know what. Yeah, have you heard of Venmo? Right. I don't know what is more beneficial about this than just buying the app. And there there are things that are like, you can earn points by watching trailers. Right. But I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and guess it's going to be like, oh, you got a quarter of a point. And to see this movie, it's going to be 3,000 points. But they also make you, you have to keep your eye. If you, if you stop looking at the camera. If you stop looking at the video, at the trailer, it pauses. Oh, really? And you have to start, you have to go back to it. You have to look at your screen because it uses your phone's camera to see if you're looking at it. So while I'm watching the Uncharted trailer and I need a water break because inevitably I need a break (laughs) from the Uncharted trailer, it'll pause for me so I don't lose my place in the Uncharted trailer. I won't miss a single crate that Tom Holland leaps on. That's right. Or off of. Or off of. And then on to, and then around. It's to keep people from just like running trailers in the background while they do other stuff. Which is what we do with trailers as a society and a God-given American... (laughs) It is my right and my duty to play trailers in the background while I don't watch them and then to get on this microphone and talk about them. See, I don't know about this. Uh, We'll see. I mean, I just I and I've said this before. I think MoviePass should be used as a thing to kill businesses that don't deserve to live. (laughs) You just you. It's the monkey paw of business models. You want to hear something funny? Yes. You know how much money the original owner bought it back for? How much? $15,000. Holy shit. I could have bought MoviePass. I know. I had that thought too. I was like, oh we could have chipped in. Why didn't we do this? It could have been the media lunch break gives you MoviePass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I was like, I could have put that on my credit card. Oh, what a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> So sad. All right. Do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, man. I'm like I said, I'm I'm for this again. Do I think this is going to work? No, but I'm just so happy about the train wreck that is movie pass and watching a bunch of people just run into a brick wall. An article I found, it was titled um, movie passes back and I can't wait to make them go out of business again. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is exactly how I can sum up movie pass. Yeah. So Entertainment Weekly reported that Netflix is going to be losing all of their Marvel shows. So Andrew, and this is going to be in March first. So it's oh coming up. Oh my god! Yeah, I thought it was much further in the future. I have so much to watch still. Yes. So. Until March 1st, this is your chance, Andrew. This is your chance uh, for the next couple of weeks to say that you're finally going to sit down and watch all of the Netflix Marvel shows while you don't do it. (laughs) I still have to see 
the last season of Jessica Jones and the second season of The Punisher, which a friend of ours is in. Who? Charles Bryce. He is in that, isn't he? I don't know. I mean, he said he is. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I mean, let's, I'm going to IMDb it while we're talking. He's in all our favorites. He's in Watchmen. He's in a lot of stuff. He needs to stop <laughs> popping up and shit because it's annoying me. He's in three episodes of The Punisher. Yeah, I think he's one of the guys who's like trying to hunt him down. Like, I don't think he's the guy, but I think he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the he's head like, of the oh, squad. Oh, he's like a henchman yeah. type thing? Yeah, okay. yeah. Anyway, not... The point. The point is you've only got one week as of the airing of this episode to watch all of the Marvel Netflix shows. So it's time to start telling all your friends that you're going to do it because you've got one more week to tell all your friends you're going to do it. So what do you think is going to happen with these? I have some ideas on what's going to happen with these, but what do you think is going to happen with? Oh, they're going to Disney Plus for sure, right? Yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking, too. They're going to quietly. I think very. I don't know how because they don't own it, but they'll figure it out. Well, they do apparently. That's why really? that's why they're going off. Apparently, and I think they just didn't announce this because back when they were doing the Netflix shows, Disney Plus was a just a glimmer in Bob Iger's eye. They loaned out the name. Like they loaned out the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They we knew that, but right. the creation, like the productions, yes, was paid for by Netflix. I don't think automatically go back to Disney. I don't know, but that's a thing. Is I'm not sure how much of this was paid for by disney and how much was paid by netflix netflix makes it seem like they have a bigger hand in a lot more things than you think that they do not you personally no actually you personally (laughs) most of the time if you put on a netflix show and it says netflix original it's some show that they bought from like amsterdam or something right so maybe it might be this might be closer to a case of that i think you're right i think these are going to go off and then a few months they're going to very quietly make their way onto disney plus and no one will ever say anything else. Do they from here, however, pick up the baton and start making sequel seasons to any of these? See, that's the thing, right? And start to retone the series towards more towards a Disney Plus series. Because I could see like a Daredevil. I could see you doing that, even though it's very dark and gritty. I could see you retoning it and being able to do that slightly and, and turn it so it fits in the Disney plus kind of genre. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't think they're going to do sequels. Okay. If anything, I think they will do soft reboots. Yeah. Okay. I'm behind you on this because they're not bringing back Finn Jones. (laughs) Nope. No, but they are going to bring back Charlie Cox. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. That's what I'm saying is that like, that's why it would be a soft re cause like it has to, it has to be, a continuation of the Charlie Cox character. Right. Without Iron Fist. Right. But maybe they want to use Iron Fist later, but they don't want to work with Finn Jones. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like and maybe not Mike Coulter either, but maybe they will. You know, they right. want to have the option open. Right. So I think they'll start with a soft reboot of Daredevil. Gotcha. And then see where that takes them. But that's what I mean. Do you think that they would use anything that happened in Daredevil seasons one through three? Or just maybe like a light reference, just be so that you're like, oh, no, that still counts. Kind of maybe like a light reference. Right. They could if they want to. Maybe they won't. Nothing that confirms anything at first. Right. And then and then if it's well received, maybe they'll thread some stuff through. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. Okay. Sorry, I'm watching. I'm also watching a baby on a monitor. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're about to have a guest star. Hold on. Oh, good. I'll be right back. Go. 
Oh, by the way, everyone, next week, Monday, the 28th of February, next week, this Monday, this upcoming Monday, we are going to be on the Funny Science Fiction Podcast on a live stream. So check out their YouTube. I'm not sure what their YouTube channel is, but their Twitter is at Funny Sci-Fi. So if you check out their Twitter, I'm sure they'll link to it. And it's going to be uh, 7 p.m. Monday, the 28th, Eastern Standard Time. Oh, look, Chris is back. Ooh. Did somebody poop their pants? And also did your son? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Poopy bros. Just a couple of poopy dudes. Chris, once in a lifetime, an actor comes along who is so talented, so masterful, that they produce such high-quality work that they transcend time and space, achieving total oneness with their art and the audiences who love them. And on the other side of that spectrum is Bruce Willis. Yeah! Who has made so many terrible films in 2021 alone... That he will be getting his own category at the Razzies this year. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. So the nominees for Worst Performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie are American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight at the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. And with 11 more awful-looking films scheduled for 2022, I suspect the category will make an appearance at the following ceremony as well. I... I can't believe he came up with that many movies. I didn't. I have. I've heard of this year. How many movies did you just name? Five, seven, eight films. Heard of maybe two, but I don't go to a red box anymore. That so that might be why I haven't heard of most. Of I these. think they're all the same movie. Does anyone know if he just uses the same script? They change the names. Maybe I think he literally just does it from his couch, and then they <laughs> just they just put him in wherever. I mean, listen, this is this guy has said, like, I do stuff for money, which one good on you for being open about that. Sure. Go for it. But he's like, sometimes I do stuff for money so that way I can do the other stuff for art. And I'm like, where does the other part come in? It's so strange, though, too. Right. Because, like, is there a lot of money in these for him? Is there like he's yes, because they'll pay for him. How much could it possibly be, though? Like, is there any, like, Robert Downey Jr. made, like, $40 million for Endgame. Oh, no, he's getting, he's getting, like, a few mil, I would say. But you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you rather do a Mission Impossible as a villain for, like, $20 million than do 10 $2 million films that are bad? No, because I think the amount of work that he does in these films is very minuscule. Maybe. Yeah, I think, like, because I think he also has certain writers about... Um, how many takes he does and you know, whatever. I know I said writer and then he probably looked at me. (laughs) It didn't even occur to me. I was just laughing because he was yawning while you were talking. Much like the rest of the audience. (laughs) Yeah. I think he has agreements on like how many takes he does and how many days he works and things like that as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, also anytime you see a shot where Bruce Willis is not in it, he is not there. And that includes when someone is talking to Bruce Willis. Like normally when they turn the camera around, the other actor will be on the other side giving the line. So you have a more seamless performance, but that's not the case. Bruce Willis does his lines and then he is gone for the day. So I think he can do like 11 movies because he, he only works like two weeks or something. And then he gets $2 million and then he goes home and he's like, I'd rather just do that than yeah, I understand what you're saying. Would you rather do something good? I think he's so spent at this point. I, I, the curious thing is like, just take your 
millions and go home then like don't bother why are you you know i respect the idea of like i want to work and i you know want to make movies but you're right like you have enough money that you could live the rest of your life and never be seen again. So why not just wait it out until like one really good thing comes along? Okay, yeah, but see, I I actually think that it would be more financially beneficial to do one enormous budget. Like he's not doing bad big budget films. He's doing bad tiny right, budget films. But I don't films. know if he can do any big budget films right now because of output like this. Because of output like this, he's kind of a joke. So I don't know how much, you know, yeah, he's still a big star because his name is constantly out there. Okay, if they made a giant, you know, diehard-like action movie, what do you want to say, Ryder? Yes. Okay. If you had the chance to go see Bruce Willis in a giant, big-budget action movie, would you go see it? Depends on the movie. Right. But you kind of know what you're getting with a Bruce Willis movie. Right. But my point is, like, he doesn't, it doesn't have to be the lead. He could be a villain in a Mission Impossible film, or he could be, like, a, like, a member on a team in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like, I would be like, oh my God, Bruce Willis is going to be, you know, that would be something that I'd be like, oh, he's actually going to do something. I think the other thing is he hates these movies. He hates the kind (laughs) of, no, honestly, I think he hates these kind of movies that he's now stuck in. He's an action star and he does other stuff and branches out. Like he did a Wes Anderson movie to Moonrise Kingdom and he's actually really good in it. Yeah. And for the most part. You know, when he branches out, he can do some really good stuff. But I think he's stuck in this rut that he is an action hero. And this is where he's been for, you know, 30, almost 40 years at this point. And I think that he hates these movies. So he's like, do I want to work even in a, in a lightened capacity as like the villain on a big budget Mission Impossible movie that takes up three months out of my year? And even though I make a lot of money, I got to, you know, do all this shit for this movie or... Do I work for two weeks for two million dollars, phone this in and get the hell out of here? You know what I mean? And I could do I could repeat that with zero effort. You know, I think that's what he's at right now. I agree with you. I'm like, yeah, you could easily get your cachet back and then and then parlay that into a different type of movie. By being a villain. Plus, you could just, you could then turn your career, and even if you're in big budget action movies, be the villain, which is a lot more fun to play and easier. And you're not on screen the whole time. And you get paid a lot more money. So, and you're in better movies. You'd be more satisfied. Like you, and you don't have to do the work. The villain very rarely has to do a lot of stunts, you know? So you're not doing all that other shit as well. I think he's just done. I think he's just like, I just want to collect checks from now on. Again, though, that's my point is that like he could do one Marvel movie. Yes. And be done for two years. Make and he'd make the same amount of money. Right. But I think the other thing is he could do one Marvel movie and he'd have to like be involved with it for two years. Between, nah, not that between, long. Uh, Especially well, depending on the character. Well, but if you're also... Ta- I'm not just talking about filming, but you're talking about filming and then like reshoots and then marketing and blah, 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 and this and that. And I think he's just like, I don't want to do all this shit anymore. 
Like, I just want to take a check and I want to go home. I suspect yeah. he actually really does enjoy doing these. You think so? Yeah. I mean, maybe. Because but it's that's, all he does. <laughs> right. But he, I think he might enjoy it because he's like, I've gotten now to a groove where I can make demands that I work for an hour and a half a day. But would you want that? Like, would you want to drive somewhere? I mean, he has someone drive him, presumably. But, right. like, you spend 45 minutes in a car so that you can work for an hour and a half? I mean, if you're making two million dollars to do it, why not? Like, whatever. But wouldn't you rather make twenty million dollars doing that? I don't. I don't know. But right. I, but the, you're talking. But we're two guys who don't have twenty million dollars. He does. He doesn't even need these checks. These are just checks. Exactly. Right. But that's what I mean. He doesn't need to do the Which effort. Which is why of, I think he enjoys it. Right. He doesn't need the effort of doing a movie that's going to net him twenty million dollars. Right. So I, that's what I'm trying to say is I think he actually likes this. I agree. Okay. I think we're, I'm looking at this, at two, we're looking at this at two different angles, but actually coming to the same point. I think he enjoys this too, but it's not the movies themselves he enjoys. I think he's <laughs> oh, just sure. gotten himself to a point of like, I have it in all of my contracts that I work for only this amount of time. And these are my demands and everyone meets them and I get paid this amount of money. And so this is super easy. And so I enjoy doing it. I just roll up on set. I do like three scenes. I go home for the the day it's like it's better than being an insurance salesman exactly yeah and he's like and this is easy and it fits right in my wheelhouse and i don't have to do jack shit let's get the hell out of here let's get the hell out of here all right unless some other trailer has come across which let's be honest they haven't because they all got released during the super bowl hey andrew what hey andrew what hey andrew what figured out that wordle yet (laughs) maybe i should maybe i should go back to well maybe you should get some help and the people can help you. Oh, my God. So why don't you tell them where they can find us? I think I closed. Oh, no. There it is. Oh, damn it. A-R. And there's an A-R-O o. blank blank or A-R blank O blank. Not that one. No. A-R-O blank blank O. No. What? It's either A-R blank blank O or A-R-O blank blank. Go through the outro and I'm going to try and figure this out. All right. Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts or iHeartRadio or Pandora. You can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where we upload the episode a little bit. It goes up there a little bit quicker because it has to link to the other places like Apple and you know iTunes and Google Podcasts. It has to connect to there, so it takes a little bit of time. But uh, if you go to SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, they go up 8 a.m. every Tuesday morning. So give that a listen. You can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Instagram.com, not Instagram.com, we're on Instagram. So you can also find us on YouTube.com slash the Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok, where our handle is at the Media Lunch Break. People are so upset with us there. Nice. But it doesn't matter because they're still following us and watching our videos. So that's all I care about. And that video has a ton of likes now, too. But a lot of people were very upset that I found something kind of interesting and had a fan theory. Well, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> you won't see me putting out weird fan theories. That's right. You can also find us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the media lunch break, where if you feel like giving us money because you enjoy the things we do and you think our jokes are funny, you think my jokes are funny because they are, you can pay me for my jokes at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. You can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And a special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Julie, what's the wordle? Hey, wait, have you tried aroma? <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yes! <laughs> we did it, End everyone. Of episode. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Yeah, as always, next week we're going to be talking about... About, what are we talking about next week? Movies. Oh, we're going to be, yes, we gave each other movies. That's right. To talk about from our, our list from last and week. And I, we discussed it off, Mike. I gave you Young Frankenstein. Instead of Seventh Samurai. That's, yeah. Well, we didn't discuss seven, We didn't discuss the movies that we were doing oh, didn't we? on okay. Mike. No. So, so I'm giving you Young Frankenstein, and you and gave me Inglorious Bastards. That's right. Okay. Which I watched, but I need to rewatch because about 30 minutes from the end, I started going, wait, who went what? When, who? What happened? Nice. That's what you want in a movie. Mm-hmm. But if there's something else you would like us to be talking about, let us know. Send it on over. We're always open to suggestions. We need stuff to talk about, and we want to hear about what you want us to talk about. We want to hear what you want to hear. If you're a creator out there, you did something, you made something, you want us to give it some love, give it some notice, send it over. You made a comic. You made a web series. You made a something something. You made a short film. Let us know. We'll give it a shout out. That We're happy to do that. I love doing episodes like that. As Andrew said, leave a review. Reviews really do help. You can leave them right in app you can leave them in there and as always if you leave a five-star review you don't it doesn't matter what you say in the five-star review you can say whatever you want what's uh what i'm trying to think last time no we had people say in a five-star review and then just the word suck what did we say last time we were having them what I don't remember. Review Lord of the Rings? Review Lord of the Rings. That's what it was. <laughs> yes, it was Review Lord of the Rings. That's right. So this week, do you have one? Do you have an, an idea what they could do? I I don't know because I just saw that a new trailer was released. For? <laughs> for a big, big thing. You ready for this? Yes. It's. I'm only being somewhat sarcastic because I actually just looked at What into- Bruce Willis movie is out now? <laughs> Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh my god, yes. Oh my but gosh. Listen to the two people playing Chip and Dale. Okay. John Mullaney and Andy Sandberg. Oh yes, I'm a hundred percent in for this. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Alright, let's do this. Five star review. Recast all of your favorite Disney cartoons with new voice actors. Oh my god. Go. Yeah, just leave it right in the review. Five star review. Just recast. Take any movie. Aladdin. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, whatever, recast it with new voice actors. Or your favorite show. Doesn't matter. That's fine. Aladdin is now Danny DeVito. Oh, yes. I like that. I like that. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's about it, right? I think that's all the things I say. It is today, anyway. (laughs) So, uh, that's it. There it is. That's how easy it was. Look at that. We created a thing. There wasn't a thing here, and now there's a thing. And that's how easy it is. So hopefully you were out there making a thing while you're listening to this. And if you're not, go out there. Make a thing. Go make a thing. Go make a thing. So easy. Put a thing out. It's so easy. Two idiots could do it. Yes. And the two dumber people that are behind those idiots, Andrew and I, made a thing too. You know what I'll say? What's that? We might be dumb, but we're not Charles Xavier dumb. Oh, what a fucking moron. Am I right? What is Chippendale about? Is it named after the strip club? No. Is the strip club named after it? Yes. Oh my god. I wish that was true. Yeah, me too. (laughs) I wish that was true. I don't know. Maybe it could be. I'm not sure. Let's say it is. Should we start a rumor? What does it mean? What, Chip and Dale? Yeah, like it's a famous phrase. They're two squirrels. Who take their clothes off for women. Aren't they chipmunks? They're chipmunks. Oh, right. That does make sense, actually. They're two chipmunks who take their clothes off for money. There's a character in The Tick named something Chipper, like Professor Chippendale or something. Uh Uh-huh. So my point is, 
it's is it an is Chippendale a name? Uh, you know, like there's Chippendale's dancers, there's Chippendale Rescue Rangers as a character in the Tick. I'm not putting, I'm not Google searching Chippendale and putting that into my algorithm. Please Stop do. getting me to do this. <laughs> this is a new. This is I feel like the new form of trick that we're gonna play on each other. <laughs> is see what weird shit we can put into the algorithm of each other's computers. Uh, do you know Mike? His last name's Hawk. Like the I mean, bird. How do you, uh, can you spell it for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. M-Y. Oh, a European spelling. Yes, that's right. Ah, Space C-O-C-K. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. Let me see. Scandinavian fellow, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and I, oh, man. By the way, you know why nautical military ships have, uh, have barcodes on them? Why? So they can Scandinavian. I can't believe we're going to epi- end an episode on that joke. You can't? No, you're right. I can. <laughs> it's their best ending so far this year. I was going to say Ivan Reitman. I don't know if you heard, but he rode his motorcycle off of Dead Man's Canyon. <laughs> no, we're going to end with the other thing. <laughs> <laughs>